Resistance, burnout, procrastination, sleepless nights, stress, and painful hard work. Fatigued from running on the high achiever hamster wheel? This is the Bold Leadership Revolution, where we develop high-performing leaders to live, thrive, and lead bold and smart, not hard. Here is your host, Tara Newman. Hey, hey, Bold Leaders. Welcome to episode 62 of the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast, where we train leaders to have the endurance to make an impact. Today, we're talking about why every leader needs to think about marketing. A couple of weeks ago on the podcast featuring Laura Wright, I mentioned that if you're a small business owner, your role is essentially a commissioned salesperson. But here's the thing. This is true for anyone, whether you're a professional, a business owner, an executive, or a parent, especially if you're a parent. I don't consider myself a marketing specialist. As a matter of fact, I hire for that position because while I enjoy the heck out of marketing, it's a huge part of my business and I can't hold all of that responsibility myself. However, marketing is an essential part of growing your business so you can show up as that commissioned salesperson. Great marketing actually makes your sales job way easier. It creates warm and interested leads for you to talk to, and it ensures that people, that the people who do raise their hand to work with you have the exact problem you're here to solve. Great marketing brings a lot of ease to your business and can systematically do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. Now, while I don't consider myself a marketer, I am a leader, which makes marketing one of my most important tasks. Here's why. I remember when I was in corporate and in charge of the human resources function, I asked my team what our role was, and it was a trick question. You see, at this point in my life, I was running a successful blog, establishing my thought leadership while simultaneously juggling my nine to five. It was around 2013, and having the opportunity to share my knowledge thrilled me. It gave me a way to serve people outside of the confines of my corporate job. When you have something to say, you really want people to hear it, which led me to get incredibly curious about marketing, messaging, and writing consumable content, but then not stopping at just that. Then I became obsessed, obsessed, hours and hours and hours upon research obsessed about getting as many eyes on my work as possible. It didn't feel good to me to keep showing up day after day, writing and pouring my heart out with really important information that other people could find useful and make a difference in their life, but it never really got to them. Simultaneously, my team at work would get frustrated when employees wouldn't read the emails we were putting out or sign up for the training classes we created or didn't follow a specific process we established. They would blame the employees and the managers. So it prompted my question, what do we do here? What's our role? Everyone unanimously agreed. We hire, we train, we provide benefits and rewards, and we fire people. Pretty typical HR response. However, they were all wrong. You are all wrong, I said. We market and we sell. 
The fact that nobody is taking action on our services, processes, or trainings is our responsibility because we aren't marketing them at all. We're not understanding what their needs are, where the gap is, and how we can help them fill the gap. We most likely do know, but we aren't communicating it in a way that inspires overwhelmed and overworked people to take action. What if we looked at every communication like a sales conversation? You wouldn't be telling people anything. You'd be listening and inviting them into the solution that we already have. And this is true for almost everything in your existence. People hire me to prep them for job interviews and negotiate $20,000 plus salary increases. Guess what? I'm training them how to market themselves in that situation and then how to close the sale. Not get the job, market and sell. Instead of showing up to the interview vomiting how amazing you think you are all over them, what if you asked questions and listened to the needs of the organization? Parents, your kid is sitting on Fortnite till all hours of the night. Instead of yelling and demanding, how about you ask some questions, listen to what they had to say, and invite them into a mutually beneficial solution. Imposing your solution on them without hearing their perspective will leave you shut out and shut down. Also, pro tip, your Fortnite issue isn't a Fortnite issue. It's an issue with your leadership and something you need to take ownership over. And I get it. I'm raising a post-millennial who believes that he is the second coming of Ninja, which is a reference only a parent of a Fortnite-addicted youth would understand. There was a time when I was really stuck with this marketing thing. It was about 2015, and my blog had turned into my business, meaning I wasn't just marketing content for content's sake anymore. I was marketing with the outcome of bringing in sales. As I watched a slew of people come online and follow new and shiny marketing tactics like moths to the flame, I started to shut down. It felt like these aggressive money grabs with outrageous promises that any intelligent human being could recognize as an empty promise. Worse, some of these tactics felt psychologically manipulating, and at best, there was a degree of peer pressure that I don't think I had seen since middle school. I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. Many of my clients have come to me for two reasons. One, I'm not an online business person. I'm emphatic on the fact that I have a business. It's not an online business. It's not an offline business. It's a business that happens to leverage the internet as we should. The internet is a tool, but it's only one tool. And I absolutely don't consider myself an online business, nor do I want to work with people who only want to do business online using solely online tactics. If you have no interest in having real connections, or if you don't value your local market, or you don't ever want to do business in person, I'm probably not the best fit to work with you. My company utilizes the internet to meet new and inspiring people who want to have the endurance to make an impact. My marketing strategy has a large digital component because that's the world we live in. But I most certainly leverage other ways of marketing and do business in person, do business locally, in all different kinds of ways to grow my company. The other reason why people come to work with me 
is because after trying the cookie cutters and formulas that are out there, they realize it doesn't quite work as promised. What these people have realized is they have been brainwashed into a belief system that isn't theirs, and they've lost touch with their own uniqueness, which is really why people buy from you. They buy from what makes you unique. Your unique enhances their uniqueness. So as we are rolling through 2019, the year that many people are proclaiming marketing will forever change, I want you to market like a bold leader. And what that means is this. It means focusing on three things. Going out into the world, because I know you have service and change and transformation on your heart. These are the things that you want to bring into the world. When you go out into the world, I want you to focus on three things. Be helpful, be human, and be humble. If you approach every aspect of your marketing, from your market research to your ideal client profile to the problem you solve to how you bring it all together in a message, you will be just fine with the intention to be helpful, human, and humble. You will make sales. Now, here's what I want you to do, because I want you to always take action on these podcast episodes. I want you to take out your journal and write about what it looks like for you to be helpful, human, and humble. How are you showing up in the world or with your family, with your team, providing these three attributes? Now, if you want an example of how I show up this way, I want you to download a behind-the-scenes look at my CEO debriefs within the Brave Society. This motto or mantra is infused into how we show up as a group of business owners to lead shoulder to shoulder. If you've found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. This episode has ended, but our work continues online. Head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com where you'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's episode, along with other valuable tips and information that will help you lead bold. That's theboldleadershiprevolution.com.